You're listening to podplanet.org, where the stories are between 83 to 100% true. And now Podplanet presents The Blue Buddha, with special guest appearance by Carter Hayden. Let us begin. Chapter 1 Chapter 2 Umber was from Houston. She worked at an upscale singles bar called The Red Rabbit. Umber was camera ready and could have been a co-host on The Situation Room or The Amazing Race. She was 23 and her co-worker, Carol Ann, was her new best friend. Carol Ann was 48 and a top-ranking hostess at The Red Rabbit. All charisma Carol Ann was an expert at making small talk and selling overpriced libations to a clientele of lazy, overpaid civil servants, sundry oil barons and their good-for-nothing sons, and any number of foreign multimillionaires recently arrived from Shanghai as part of a vast money-laundering racket worth billions. For their efforts, Carol Ann and Umber were well remunerated. They had appropriate condos, cars, and Instagram-attractive boyfriends. Chapter 3 Despite the success and glamour of the Red Rabbit, Umber and Carol Ann hungered for something more than money and shopping. They hungered for something, well, you could call it something spiritual. One day, Carol Ann and Umber signed up for yoga classes at Shanti Yoga, one of Houston's newest and best yoga studios. And after doing some downward and upward dogs, the girls were hooked. Recently, their starry-eyed 22-year-old yoga teacher with the fashionable name Jacob announced Shanti Yoga was planning a three-day yoga retreat in Mexico. Three days at a yoga retreat in Mexico, said Jacob. It will be life-changing. Nearly everyone in Jacob's class of 22 signed up for the getaway. 
are listening to podplanet.org. Chapter 4 Thanks for flying with us today, folks. Welcome to the Mayan Riviera. The temperature outside is 88 degrees Fahrenheit or 27 degrees Celsius. The Mayan Riviera, home to some 700 or so resorts, ranging from the Kardashian ultra-luxurious to the Martha Stewart-like rustic. There was something for every taste and every pocketbook. The girls were staying at the Blue Buddha Resort, located on a glorious beach just outside Cancun. After checking in and unpacking, Umber and Carol Ann attended their first yoga class at 4 p.m. After class, all the girls from Houston had drinks at the bar, ate a vegetarian dinner from the buffet, and headed off to bed in the charming cabanas they would all be sharing for the next few nights. Chapter 5 Morning Anchored 25 yards offshore from Carol Ann and Umbra's cabana was a 75-foot catamaran. Painted on the side, of each of the double hulls were signs that said snorkel lessons reef tours the crew consisted of three handsome mexican boys in their early 20s each wearing a thong the sails were down and the boys chided each other in spanish as they cleaned their inventory of snorkeling masks and flippers hearing the music Carol Ann and Umber stake claim to a palapas directly in front of the boat. Who could resist that much Latin eye candy? Exhausted from all of the travel and yesterday's yoga class, Carol Ann soon fell asleep. She dozed for quite some time. Around 11.30, Carol Ann woke up. She looked around for Umber, whom she thought may have gone to get some water or nacho chips. But 15 minutes later, Umber still hadn't returned. Just then, another girl from Shanti Yoga stopped by to chat with Carol Ann. Her name was Laura. Laura was a talker. She could talk the legs off a centipede. And Laura was the type of person who, upon discovering a new word, really hung on it. Today, Laura's word was abroad, as in going to another country. Oh, Carol Ann, don't you just love being abroad? Or, we Americans should go abroad more often, and I find being abroad so enriching. Of course, desperate to get away from blabby Laura, Carol Ann looked at her watch and said, Laura, if I don't go now, I'll be late for the 1230 yoga intensive. Oh, and if you see Umber, let me know. Umber. Umber, Umber, Umber. Where the hell was Umber? thought Carol Ann as she ran as fast as she could to the large yoga hall around back. Observant listeners will notice, Umber wasn't the only thing missing. Because the Snorkeling Lessons Reef Tour Catamaran and its crew of muscular Mexicans had vanished as well. This is Podplanet.org, number one among tuna fishers in Mexico. Chapter 6 
At 6 p.m., Umber had not returned, and there was no sign of the catamaran, and Carol Ann was concerned. Even though Umber was a big girl, this was, after all, Mexico. And you hear stories, right? Before dinner, Carol Ann reported Umber's disappearance to the front desk. The manager told her it was not unusual for the young ones to wander off the resort. He said he'd call the authorities if Umber wasn't back by 8 p.m. Reassured, Carol Ann changed for dinner and hoped Umber would be back by 8 because tonight was their last night at the Blue Buddha Retreat. Tomorrow, they were flying home. Chapter 7 After dinner, Carol Ann spent an evening drinking and laughing with the other girls on the trip. The last night party wrapped up at 10, and everyone went back to their cabanas. But Umber still hadn't appeared. Chapter 8 At 4 a.m., Umber did return to the hotel and stumbled into the cabana where Carol Ann was now asleep. As you know, Umber cleaned up, hit the sack, and hoped nothing more would come of her unexplained disappearance that day. Chapter 9 Stories always come in two versions. There is the true version, and then there is the official, often more palatable version. While packing her suitcase in the morning, Umber had to decide which version of her story to tell. Umber knew Carol Ann well enough to know Carol Ann would be expecting to be lied to. And as many of you know, there is no worse time to lie to someone than when they are expecting to be lied to. You are listening to Pot Planet. Chapter 10 While Carol Ann continued to shower and prepare in the bathroom, Umber stepped outside to get some air and gather her thoughts. But the truth is, if you must know, after Carol Ann had fallen asleep on the beach in the morning, Umber had swum out to the catamaran and agreed to take a snorkeling lesson with the boys. But after the lesson, the boys took Umber to a hipster hotel down the beach, where they partied to the music of Arcade Fire all afternoon. When night fell, the boys took Umber into town where one of the boys' mothers owned a small tortilla bakery, and the group carried on there until all hours of the night. There was more music, more Don Julio, and more, more, more of everything. Which would explain why Umber came home covered in cornmeal. It was no cotillion ball. Chapter 11 Dressed, packed, and ready to roll, Carol Ann stepped outside and joined Umber on the beach for one last look at the ocean. Feeling this may be the best opportunity to explain things, Umber looked off in the distance and solemnly said to Carol Ann, So, you're probably wondering where I was yesterday, Carol Ann. You won't believe the amazing 24 hours I've just had. I'm telling you. Talk about consciousness raising. So right after you like fell asleep, I met this girl, Jessica. Jessica's from Chicago. So Jessica and I went for a walk and ended up at her hipster hotel down the beach. Anyway, they were like having a 24-hour meditation thing. 
So Jessica told me how great it was going to be, and this and that, and I decided to try it. I've never done anything like that. So it was supposed to be like three hours, but it ended up going all night. There was even like a guru from Belize who Jessica knew. You know, chanting and incense and this and that. I guess, I guess I lost track of time. Umber had concocted a remarkable story. The only part of which was true was the part about meeting the girl from Chicago called Jessica. Now, the only thing worse than lying to someone is being on the receiving end of what is obviously a lie. Upon hearing Umber's incredible piece of fiction, Carol Ann said, Really? That meditation group sounds amazing. Next time we come here, I really want to try that. And that was enough for Umber to believe that Carol Ann had believed her story. But let's be honest. At 48, Carol Ann had heard it all, and she knew Umber had lied, and decided, for the sake of the friendship, to let it go. Theirs was, after all, a pretty good friendship. And sometimes being a good friend means you accept the occasional white lie. Although the business about the guru from Belize was pushing it. Soon the airport bus pulled up, and the girls began the long journey home. Tray tables in an upright position, and seat belts fastened. At 10.30 a.m., flight 546 to Houston took off. Epilogue While Flight 546 winged its way back home, life at the Blue Buddha Yoga Retreat carried on as always. Yoga classes were underway. Children flew kites on the beach. Guys were parasailing. A local woman walked her dog. And just offshore, a catamaran, offering snorkel lessons and reef tours, dropped anchor. On board were three attractive local boys, dressed only in thongs. They brought the sails down and cleaned their inventory of snorkeling masks and flippers. Then, a young woman from Chicago named Jessica slipped into the water and swam up to the boat. Seems Jessica was looking for some snorkeling lessons too. You have been listening to Pot Planet, where the stories are between 83 to 100% true. Pod Planet is written and produced by Peter McHugh and Clive Desmond. The Pod Planet theme was composed by Jonathan Goldsmith. Creative consultant, Monique Kelly. Digital and audio design by Oliver Wickham and Aidan Vickery. Pod Planet announcer, Jean-Francois. Additional and highly deserved credits are listed on podplanet.org. If you haven't subscribed to Pod Planet yet, subscribe now. Go to our webpage, podplanet.org, podplanet is one word, and click follow on whatever podcatcher you're using. You'll find Pod Planet on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. And follow Pod Planet on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Links are available on our webpage. This is Pod Planet Season 2. 
We'll be back in two weeks with another new and startling episode. Until then, on behalf of Peter McHugh and the whole Pod Planet team, thanks for listening. I'm Clive Desmond. Pod Planet is part of the Public Radio Exchange and the Association of Independence in Radio. You have been listening to Pod Planet. A new episode drops every two weeks on Thursday.